0: Day, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Moon Muse. And I'm so delighted to share today's moon transit with you all from my home here in Dunagiri in the Himalayas where we have this wonderful new internet to start the new year off in a beautiful way. Um, speaking of the new year, thank you all for Uh, attending my 2024 Vedic Astrology Insights and Predictions uh, meeting that took place on Saturday night. If you missed it, I've included the replay link in the description of today's Moon Muse so you can check it out and hear about all of my visions, prophecies, predictions according to the planetary transits of 2024, uh, according to the Vedic Astrological System. So check that out. And we begin the week of January 8th with the moon transiting what I feel is just such a beautiful constellation, the Nakshatra Anuradha. Anuradha consists of three stars that um, are like a row of offerings. They're three stars in a row. So there's two meanings to the stars, like a row of offerings that we would make in a temple or in a sanctuary to the divine. Or it can be a staff that's carried by a yogi or a bishop, or even a headmaster uh, of a school. So these two meanings, or these two symbols rather, have really a profound meaning connected to anurādha. So what does anurādha, the word, mean in Sanskrit? Anu means a small or a little one, and rādha means devotee of God. The name Radha is, even to this day, extremely famous in India because it is the name of one of the best examples of devotion to God, and that is the figure of Radha. So the story of Radha is that she was actually a married woman who fell in love with Krishna when Krishna spent his childhood in the beautiful village of vrindavan she was a cowherd a gopi and she just fell madly in love with krishna but of course she could never have him she was married to somebody else and when he grew up he he ended up marrying rukmini and and establishing his kingdom in Dwarka, and he never returned again to Vrindavan. But when they had their love affair, it was uh, sublime, it was ecstatic, it was otherworldly. So what Anuradha means is this relationship that we have with the Divine, And some of us have it more intensely with the divine than others, but still this is the human condition that we came from source and we somehow believe that we're separate from that source. And so we have this longing inside, this this deep remembrance of connection that makes us want that connection again. We pursue it. And there are uh, different ways that we um, experience that pursuit of connection to God. And one of them is as a, a servant to a master. The other is as a friend to a friend, like Krishna and Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita. The other is as a parent to a child. and. The fourth one, which is connected with Anuradha, which is the sweetest way and the most painful, is as lover to beloved. So Anuradha makes us conceive of the divine as the beloved, just as Radha conceived as Krishna, as her beloved. But the catch is, of course, that she could never have him. And the longing was so incredibly painful that, you know, the only way that, that, that kind of longing of, that, that unrequited love of separation from the beloved can be managed is by serving others. So Mother Teresa was a great example of Anuradha. You know, many people don't know this about Mother Teresa, but she was almost not canonized by the Catholic Church as a saint because her diaries were discovered from early on before she had become a nun, and in them she describes this very uh, erotic relationship that she had experienced with Jesus once. She had this really intimate, ecstatic relationship of Jesus, and then never, ever encountered him again. And her whole life was was filled with this pain of longing to return, longing for that state to come back to her. And the only way that she could deal with it um was by showing up and serving. So, I mean, of course, we know the story of Mother Teresa and how she uh, took care of the poorest of the poor in Calcutta and helped people die with dignity. But we don't realize, like, what was the motivation behind that? What was the basis of her devotion? And this is Anuradha. Like I said, Anuradha has three stars, and those three stars um, symbolize a row of offerings, which is made to God. So this feeling of, I'm giving everything back, I'm surrendering, is inherent in the energy of Anuradha. And also the three stars form a staff, like that's carried with a person of great authority and great dignity great learning we could summarize anuradha by this expression love of learning and longing for god so it promotes a, a deep interest in in getting to the heart of the matter getting to the source one of the other symbols of anuradha is the rainbow bridge anuradha people are are really masters of connecting those who are different from one another, like young and old, um, rich and poor, uh, person of color, person of non-color. It's symbolized by a black hand shaking hands with a white hand, this kind of um, harmony that comes from the, the deep feelings in the heart. The heart has a completely different logic than the head and when you um uh listen to the replay of my 2024 predictions and insights uh meeting that i held last saturday i i talk about what the next chapter of the consciousness evolution uh is for our for humanity what is the future of of consciousness what is the cutting edge and when we enter an increasingly artificial intelligence-dominated world and, and so much of our functions are going to be taken over by the computer, these are functions that have to do with the thinking mind. The, the, and the predominance of the thinking mind really is going to recede this, this idea of I think, therefore I am, the Cartesian worldview is rapidly, rapidly coming to a close because the computer thinks, I don't think, then therefore who am I? And as we begin the week with Anuradha on the rise, we're reminded that beyond the thinking mind, beyond right doing and wrong doing, there is a field and I'll meet you there, says Rumi. And that field is the intelligence of the heart. And, and this isn't just sort of like, you know, mushy, woo-woo kind of talk. There's actually a great deal of scientific research that's being done on the feeling intelligence of the heart, especially by this renowned physicist by the name of Dr. Amit Goswami who um, has uh, lectured and written quite a great deal about uh, the the intelligence of the heart and the um, expansion and evolution of humankind through love. Love is the only place that the computer can't touch. Artificial intelligence cannot um, replicate the deep feelings that we have, and so it becomes our sanctuary. As as our world rapidly moves toward um, non-human forms of, of uh, thought generation. So these are my thoughts about Anurada. It's a it's a beautiful start to the week. Um, you know, the new year always takes a little bit of time to kick in and this is uh you know kind of the the first day back it feels almost and it's a beautiful energy to begin the week with that that being okay with um separation being okay with the pangs of i don't know this is the teachings of anuradha and and to to go through that kind of threshold of pain of the heart that all of us feel in this realm of separation is the portal to higher states of consciousness. So this is the message I wanted to leave you with this week uh, for our Monday Moon Muse. I'll be back again next week um, with another episode. I'm also going to be launching very soon here some exciting opportunities for all of us to gather as a community, a uh, group mentoring program that I'm starting that's based on the 12 houses of your Vedic chart, and also a um, monthly moon meditation circle that I'm going to hold on every new moon and full moon so you'll want to keep your eyes peeled for all of this that's happening and wonderful to connect with you all see you next week